Good morning, and we are joined once again by the superintendent of the South Ripley Community School Corporation, Rob Moorhead. Good morning to you, Rob. How are you doing on this glorious Thursday? Doing wonderful, Tom. Good morning to you and to the listeners there at WRBI. Uh, great to be on the Daily Pod with you today. Yeah, great to have you as always, Rob. And, of course, the uh, South Ripley School Board uh, meeting earlier this week. And, of course, uh, start out with some recognitions, and uh, in particular, a couple of uh, stellar cross-country athletes. Indeed, Tom, and I love it when we can start our meetings with recognitions like this. And at Monday night's meeting, uh, we recognize Shelby Baston. Shelby qualified for the semi-state in cross-country uh, this past year. And uh, according to Coach Jim and Karen Cole, that is the eighth consecutive year, Tom, that we have had a cross-country runner qualify for the semi-state, which just speaks volumes to the job uh, the coaches Cole do with our program as well as the quality of athletes that we have there. And then in addition, Tom, something I think is always a big deal is when you have athletes from your school who win the Mental Attitude Award for the entire conference. And the way that happens in the ORVC, each coach nominates one of his or her athletes as the ORVC Mental Attitude Award for a particular sport, and then all the other coaches have to vote on that. So if someone from your school gets chosen, that's a big deal. And we had two people chosen as Mental Attitude Award winners for the conference this year in cross-country. One was indeed Shelby Baskin, who we just spoke about, and the other on the boys' side was Ryan Goral. So it was nice to honor and recognize both Shelby and Ryan for being ORVC Mental Attitude Award winners for cross-country. And we want to put some positive light on that and encourage other athletes to strive for that same recognition. Indeed, and uh, congratulations to those two young people. And uh, moving down, uh, had, uh, it was rather light on the personnel this month, I understand, Rob. Indeed, Tom, which is a good thing, right? Yeah. So uh, it seems <laughs> like we end up doing personnel about uh, 12 months out of the year anymore. Uh, but this past uh, meeting, it was pretty light on personnel. And the one personnel thing we did have, uh, we're going to lose uh, our student assistance program coordinator at the elementary school, Miranda Ball. Miranda has found a job with Batesville Young Life. Uh, that is something she's passionate about. She's done a great job for us at South Ripley Elementary as our student assistance program coordinator. Uh, for those who may not know what that is, it's kind of like a counseling-type position. Uh, Miranda works with individuals and groups of students at the elementary school. We will certainly be continuing the program, but we wish Miranda well as she moves on. Uh, at the end of the semester, she's going to stick with us throughout the first semester, but we certainly wish her well uh, in her future endeavors. And another action item, Rob, was um, some uh, salary benefits for uh, both uh, non-certified and administrative personnel. Indeed, Tom. We usually do this around this time of year, and folks may wonder, why do you wait till November uh, to look at doing, uh, doing raises for your, your, administ for your administrators and your non-certified staff? Well, that is because that's around the time of year when we find out what the rate increase for our insurance uh, is going to be for our health insurance benefits. So, and this year, we are very pleased to, to announce that the uh, Southeastern Indiana School Insurance Trust, which is made up of about 14 schools in Southeast Indiana, had such a good year last year that there will be no increase to insurance rates. So, Tom, now that we knew what was going on with insurance rates, we're able to go back and, and figure out uh, what kind of dollars we can put toward a raise. So I'm pleased to report that our non-certified staff members will be getting a 3.5% across-the-board raise for all positions. And the good news is, that's retroactive to July 1st. So they will all be receiving retroactive pay uh, on that as well. So we're pleased to be able to uh, 
offer that raise to uh, the many non-certified staff members that we have that do so many great things for our schools. We did also approve a appreciation slash economic support stipend uh, that'll be between $200 and $500, depending on how many hours a day and how many days a year those folks work in those positions. So we're excited about that. Um, and then also for the administrative staff, the board approved kind of two levels there. The principals will get a $3,000 raise along with a stipend uh, of $500, and the directors and assistant principals will get a $2,500 raise along with a $500 stipend. So we are uh, pleased to be able to take care of our people who work so hard for our schools and get that done in November. And, again, everyone will get retro pay and be made whole uh, for those increases back to uh, July 1st. So uh, a good night, an opportunity to take care of our staff. And, and, and on that, Tom, I might just say teachers, we were on a two-year teacher contract, so our teachers uh, already got their raise at the start of the school year. We had a great contract with the teachers, and they will also be looking forward to the teacher appreciation grant uh, dollars that will be coming up in the form of a stipend uh, here prior to the end of the calendar year. So, again, uh, we're trying to take care of those folks who uh, do so much for our students and keep our schools going. And another thing, Rob, that the uh, board uh, acted on, a resolution uh, approving a transfer to the Rainy Day Fund. Yeah, I'd like to explain a little bit on that one so folks know how that goes. Typically, uh, schools have a Rainy Day Fund, and the board has to decide uh, what parameters are set up around that Rainy Day Fund and what you can use that for. And at South Ripley, it's a very limited use of those dollars. We can use it for severance and retirement obligations for all staff, we can use it if we need to for purchase of school buses, and we can use it for electric utility costs. Uh, they exceed the amount of dollars that typically would come out of the operation funds. So that's what we do with our rainy day fund. And this year we are transferring $120,000 out of the operations fund into the rainy day fund. And mainly, Tom, severance and retirement obligations are what we use that for to uh, make sure that we can take care of the benefits that our retiring staff have coming to them at the time of retirement so that's a typical transfer for us we pretty much do that amount every year and uh, we did that again that at this week this past week's board meeting all right and then with that we're going to go ahead and take a quick time out we'll continue our conversation with south ripley school superintendent rob moorhead right after this don't adjust your radio. The sound that you hear is your stomach. You're having trouble focusing. You can't recall your last meal. You're trapped in the hunger zone. The solution, Batesville to go. Let to go deliver a hot, fresh meal to your home or office whenever hunger strikes. To go delivers the best food from local restaurants. Visit us online at togodelivers.com or call us at 812-727-8800. Batesville to go. Big city convenience, small town taste. And welcome back as we continue our chat with South Ripley School Superintendent Rob Moorhead. And uh, moving down in the uh, in the board meeting, uh, which, uh, of course, school board meeting on Monday night, um, the Indiana GPS uh, performance dashboard, uh, what can you uh, tell us about that? Tom, this is an initiative of the Indiana Department of Education uh, working with the state legislature, uh, looking at another way to take a look at school accountability. And uh, under the direction of Dr. Katie Jenner and Assistant Superintendent Jason Callahan, they've been working on developing a dashboard, which would be a, a reflection on a greater number of areas that a school uh, can be can be judged upon. I don't know if that's the right term to use, Tom, but a school can be compared with other schools and compared with state averages through this dashboard. You can really get an idea of how your schools are performing. 
So the A through F letter grade system really is a one metric type system. You're looking at a test score, and that's always been one of the the criticisms of a system like that is how can you grade a school basically just a test score. Uh, Through the GPS performance dashboard, and GPS stands for Graduates Prepared to Succeed, they're looking at a number of areas such as kindergarten readiness, uh, pre-K through grade 2 literacy, third grade literacy, which is measured by the iRead, sixth grade math growth, which is measured on the iLearn assessment, graduation pathways completion, which is your percentage of seniors who complete all their graduation requirements, college and career credentials, which is your percentage of graduates earning high-quality college and career credentials while in high school, employment and enrollment, uh, how many of your graduates are employed, enrolled, or enlisted uh, in the military when they graduate. And those are just some of the uh, major uh, indicators, the major headings that they are looking at on this dashboard. That dashboard was set to go public this week. Uh, it has been delayed a little bit. Right now it's been uh, set out to the schools, so schools could look at that data and make sure the data is accurate. And we've been doing that at South Ripley. We feel very good about where we stand comparatively with our data. We are a very data-driven school. We study the data and see where our strengths are, where our areas for improvement are. And I just wanted to bring the board up to speed last night on that GPS dashboard so they knew what was coming down the pike. And as soon as that is released publicly, uh, we'll get back and and probably do a little more in-depth presentation and really show the board how we stack up in each of those different categories. And another thing, uh, Rob, real quickly, is the emergency uh, school closing plan for uh, this current school year. Each year, Tom, we uh, present to the board our emergency school closing plan so they know where we will be communicating when we do have to shut school down for inclement weather, and hopefully that won't be for a while yet. But uh, the weather this week has certainly been a little bit on the wintry side. And uh, we share with them the various radio and TV stations, but also, Tom, we send out a a school messenger notification directly to the homes uh, through a robocall type system. So we do a good job of getting the information out. But speaking of that, Tom, it reminds me of the change in e-learning days uh, that the state mandated this year. Uh, E-learning days now have to be synchronous instruction for at least 50% of the day. Synchronous meaning that instruction is occurring in real time uh, via uh, some sort of virtual meeting, and we use Google Meets. And, Tom, last a week ago Monday, we had a virtual uh, synchronous e-learning day as a practice for what will be coming up this winter, and we could not have been more pleased with the outcome. Uh, Tom, we had over 90% attendance in our classes in grades 4 through 12 on this synchronous e-learning day, which is fantastic. Our students were engaged in their learning. Our teachers did a great job uh, running these Google Meets and keeping students engaged uh, in the topics and what was going on. And uh, we put together a simplified schedule uh, to allow those synchronous e-learning days uh, to have each of the class periods meet uh, for a student's schedule on a given day for about a 30-minute class period. And it really, really went well. Now, in grades K through 3, we continued with the asynchronous or pre-recorded type lessons uh, that the kids could access. And that was so parents uh, who aren't at home during the school day with the students or those younger students could help them. Uh, maybe uh, after they get off work and those types of things to make that a little easier for those younger students. So we're pleased with how that went. If we do have to have uh, inclement weather days this year, they will be synchronous e-learning days, and we appreciate everyone's support and cooperation uh, as we've made that change that, again, was mandated by the state. And then uh, another thing, Rob, I uh, just want to say congratulations. As um, 
10 years as South Ripley school superintendent. I appreciate that, Tom. And that was on the agenda, uh, <laughs> letting the board know that at the upcoming uh, Indiana Association of Public School Superintendents annual meeting that will be held, uh, they recognize uh, superintendents who have been in the profession for 10 years. And uh, I completed my 10th year last year. And, Tom, the most the thing I am most proud of about that is all 10 of those years have been at South Ripley as a superintendent. And uh, to me, there's nothing more special than being back home and being the superintendent in my home district. I've been very fortunate to be at South Ripley now uh, for a full 10 years and almost halfway through my 11th year now. And uh, couldn't be more grateful for the opportunity I've been given and, and just very proud of that fact. Well, congratulations, Rob, and uh, many more to you, sir. Thank you. I appreciate that, Tom. And uh, moving on, the um, All-District Honor Band had a couple of uh, students being recognized for that. So our new band director, I call her new, she's in her second year with us now, Ellen Fennell, uh, notified us that two of our students, Landon Saylor and Cody Steven, were selected to participate in the All-District Honor Band, and that's a big honor for both Landon and Cody. And they're going to be performing this weekend in Shelbyville uh, with the All-District Honor Band. I think they practice on Saturday and perform on Sunday. Uh, for specifics on that, please reach out to the high school. Uh, they can give you the specifics on the times on that. But we're excited about that. Uh, we appreciate those students and, and know they will represent South Ripley extremely well in the All-District Honor, Honor Band. We congratulate Landon and Cody and also Miss Fennell uh, for the work she's doing with our band. And then, uh, Rob, uh, you had a, a couple of uh, grants and donations to uh, set forth uh, information-wise to the board on Monday night. Tom, well, you live in such a generous and supportive community. Uh, Ripley County Community Foundation came through uh, with a couple of more grants for us. First of all, thanks to high school counselor Lindsay Seabolt for her work on writing a grant to supply a hygiene closet for South Ripley students. That's a $500 grant where she can purchase supplies for this hygiene closet. Uh, that will be a great benefit for many of our students there at the high school. And then also at the elementary school, Julia Heidelidge, our sixth-grade science teacher, uh, wrote a grant to the Ripley County Community Foundation to start a, a South Ripley Elementary Pollinator Garden as part of the Duke Energy A Greener Tomorrow initiative. That's also a $500 grant, and we really appreciate, again, the support of the Community Foundation and also of those individual staff members for the work they're doing on those projects. And then also, Tom, we made the board aware that the Hopewell Baptist Church graciously donated $3,000 to help supply our weekend backpack program at South Ripley Elementary School. We really appreciate the Hopewell Church community for this generous donation to support our students. This weekend backpack uh, program allows us to send food home in backpacks to many of our students at the elementary school. Uh, so that we make sure they are well-fed uh, over the weekend before they come back to school on a Monday. So, again, uh, support of, of the Community Foundation, support of places like the Hopewell Baptist Church, uh, just another one of the reasons why this is such a fantastic community uh, to be working in. All right. And then, uh, so with that, uh, Rob, uh, we uh, we conclude. And uh, as always, uh, Rob Moorhead, superintendent of the South Ripley Schools, we appreciate your time as always and uh, continued success. And uh, we will talk to you once again down the road. Really appreciate it, Tom. I look forward to our chats every month uh, to get some information out to our, uh, to our listeners uh, about the great things that continue to happen at South Ripley School. So, Tom, thank you for the opportunity. 
It is always a pleasure to join you on the Daily Pod on Country 103.9 WRBI.